0: Thank you for listening to the Reconnect Marriage Podcast. I'm Dr. Steve Call,
1: And I'm Lisa Call, And we are dedicated to having conversations that cultivate connection in our marriage.
0: Thank you for joining us. Welcome to this edition of the Reconnect Marriage Podcast. Lisa and I are grateful that you've joined us. Uh, we have titled this conversation, The uh, Dance of Misattunement. Uh, and that will become more clear, I think, what we mean by that. But we want to spend some time talking about the the relational uh, dynamic of attunement and, and then also the relational dynamic of misattunement. I think it's a very common uh, experience in marriage. It's often uh, the foundation of uh, distress and disconnect for couples that I see therapeutically, I also think it's common for us in our marriage, and so the the hope of this conversation is to create some clarity around th- this particular dynamic in our marriage. That for those of you listening, uh, that it it might become more apparent of oh that that might be what's happening for us at times.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's very subtle, and it can be happening um, in our relationship, and we don't. Even know how to put words to it, we don't even know how to acknowledge what's happening right now. We just know we feel frustrated or, or disconnected, or mm-hmm. you're not understanding me, you know, and and we might shut down or we might have different responses. But mm-hmm. um, I think it's helpful just to even have language for it, to to name it, to be able to name what's happening or how we're feeling. Um, so as we describe it more, I think you'll notice that, yeah, like you said, I think it's it's subtly happening all the time we just don't know what to call it.
0: Mm. A way to th- maybe think about attunement uh is the idea of tuning into. Uh some of you can relate to this imagery. Uh some of you might not in a in a way it's uh back in the day they used to have radios <laughs> that you would turn the knob uh for uh radio stations and you would hear this buzz bzz, static static and then you you get to the station, and all of a sudden it's crystal clear, and and I think that's often what we mean by attunement, tuning into, and then misattunement. Misattunement is that is the static, it's the frequency outside of that the clarity of that radio station of that sound, whether that's a a voice or music, whatever it might be, and and I think that that's often what it might feel like. Uh, in our marriage, at times when the other, for whatever reason, is unable to attune, is it, it's just it feels staticky. It doesn't feel natural. Something's not quite right. Similar in the uh, the dance imagery, uh, the dance of misattunement. We when we don't when we're not able to to quite sense and be aware of the, the other's movement, whether it's the right foot, left foot, whether it's a movement right, movement left, uh, we we somehow are unable to attune or unable to tune into.
1: Yeah, I think that this happens with us a lot. I just the other day, I felt like I, that radio example was was good for me because I I felt like there was just a lot of conversation about a certain topic. I was very frustrated. I was sharing oh, a lot. Was of this things. on our walk? We're taking a walk, oh, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a very long walk.
0: It wasn't going well.
1: Uh, well, I was just felt like I was saying the same thing over and over, and I just mm-hmm. could not. I don't know. I just felt, didn't feel understood, and I think you felt frustrated because you felt like did we already talk about this and we
0: I, I don't think are, I could quite tune into it. some, something was missing. I, I mean, it, it, Yeah,
1: it's, it, when you say static, that's how it felt. It just felt like I'm trying to explain this to you and you're not getting it. And I no, I didn't say that. And you know, this whole like staticky thing. And then really far into it, maybe an hour into this conversation, um, there was this moment where all of a sudden there was this tuned in mm-hmm. and I felt heard. I Maybe I worded it a certain way or you just heard it a certain way and you reflected it back. I don't know. It was just kind of this moment out of all of that time. So sometimes it can take a while. It can. And it needs an intentional conversation. And this particular subject needed it from my part. And so, but, but the, the amount, just those moments of feeling tuned into, and then the way that they impact the rest of the day or the rest of the weekend, like I, like, that's just what I needed. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, oh, you got it, okay, mm-hmm. we got it. We we made this connection, but it really did take a lot of-
0: It took a lot of work. It took a lot of work. <laughs> it did. <And laughs> I, I, I wish
1: we could say we have a super <laughs> fast shortcut.
0: No, and I, I think that's for us and for many of the couples, again, therapeutically, it's that that misattunement or the sense of being missed or not tuned into can, for for I think often it can be a, a common experience or it's a familiar experience or it's a repeated experience. So it's not as if it ought not to occur, it's that that when it occurs, but if it occurs often in our marriage, I think that's where we can feel stuck and feel disconnected, uh, feel unseen, feel unnoticed. So maybe you could put words to, in the static, which is, again, that's a helpful imagery for most of us, Mm, you know, think about it from um, one of those handheld radios, you know, you're searching for the frequency, you're searching for what, what channel is the other on, uh, that That is that is what it is like in marriage at times, is that we are searching. It's an active search. It's not a passive search. It's an active search of, hmm.
1: On uh, both parts.
0: On both parts, on both parts. But in the midst of the static, let's stay with that. What what would you say happened for you internally? What did that feel like when I didn't get it, when I missed it, when I couldn't tune into? I
1: mean, a lot of things, I think I, I felt, first of all, just frustrated. And then I felt, um, you know, different times. I think I kind of felt hopeless or, maybe even got into what's wrong with me. Why Mm -hmm. can't I?
0: Maybe shame kicks in.
1: Yeah. I mean, I felt shame. Like, why do I even have to have you understand this? And maybe something's wrong with me that I can't communicate this or, or that I even feel like this or that I need this. Or there's just so many ways to, I think we judge ourselves when we don't feel like the other gets it. So it's, it's easy to turn to either what's wrong with you or what's wrong with me.
0: Yeah. And I, I think we could say that, that is where misattunement and shame are highly correlated in moments like that. And, and for many of us, again, we might not be aware of, oh, that's what's happening between us. There is, a, there is not just a sense of misattunement, but there's a sense of that we feel or experience shame in the midst of it. Again, misattunement for many of us can be a, 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 a not just a familiar experience in our marriage, but it might have been a common familiar experience in our own family of origin. Uh, I teach a class on uh, at the Seattle School of Theology and Psychology. It's called the Battle of Shame, and uh, we work with a text by Patricia DeYoung, and she wrote a a book uh, on on understanding and treating chronic shame. So I work with graduate students around how we how we might work with uh, adults, either in, with couples or individually, how we work with them therapeutically around shame. And the way that she defines shame is exactly that. She defines shame as this prominent, consistent experience of misattunement, hmm. and that—that that, I think is is part of why they are often go hand in hand in our marriage, and we're not even aware of it. Again, at times that that sometimes when we feel misattuned to or with something around shame kicks in. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with my need? Uh, m- maybe it's not okay. Maybe out not to need that. That that's where that's what shame sounds like. That's sometimes what it uh, what we can hear in the script that we might say. Mm-hmm. So so where we can get stuck is sometimes in that misattunement. We're not really aware that oh this is where shame can kick in and then we withdraw because the common relational pattern when we feel misattuned to or with is we tend to withdraw. We tend to mm, isolate. We tend to disconnect. We say we. I mean, almost like those words of never mind, never mind. I, I, I'm fine. I shouldn't need that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think especially if we have had that that experience as a child, mm-hmm. you know, in our family, maybe we didn't feel attuned to by a parent or a caregiver that we um, maybe stopped trying. You know, just felt like I don't even know if this, if I'm ever going to be understood or what's wrong with me. So we might have carried that, you know, into our marriage, and so we have kind of a quiet voice about what we might need or mm-hmm. even how to explain something mm-hmm. we hesitate and which just all the more increases the inability for the other to connect because we aren't able to describe it or we don't have enough confidence in describing it. So,
0: and we're often not aware that we actually might need something that right. therein lies. The, we've learned to live without I it. I think we've learned to live without it, but therein lies, I think the privilege of our spouse or the, the invite from our spouse it's that sometimes attunement is a is a movement toward in the awareness of what the other might need, whether that's in a conversation, whether they seem agitated, frustrated, bothered about something. Uh, I think there's a there's a an, an attempt to try to engage. There's a that's that's what attunement looks like. It's we're we're, we're searching for a frequency. We're on, are we on channel one? Or are we on channel two? Mm-hmm. Uh, or a
1: channel you've never heard of? <laughs> you know, like sometimes we have to tune into something that we don't even. Relate to like how? Oh, I don't know what that feeling is. I don't know. I had a great relationship with my dad, so I don't know how you feel about you know. So it's it's foreign sometimes, and it just takes a lot of listening and going. Wow, okay, I'm hearing you.
0: Mm-hmm. There was a, a couple I worked with a while ago, and this is a this is the dynamics are shifted, so it's not a, a word for word what it was really like for them. But a common example would be uh, one of them would come in the house uh, with maybe groceries or bags of something uh, and the other simply would just not respond, like wouldn't be aware that he or she needed help. Uh, They maybe stayed focused on their computer or they stay focused on something else that they were doing. That's a common example or maybe a familiar example of what we all experience at times in a marriage it's that how does my spouse not how are they not aware that I need help how are they not aware that I need something that's what we would say that's a lack of attunement he or she walks in full of groceries sets them on the counter with the hope that 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 their spouse would respond oh I, I see you are needing some help with the groceries let me come out and help you That's an example of what we might call attunement. Misattunement is not really even being aware of the need or not really responding in a way that is helpful. Maybe just ignoring it. Not even being aware.
1: I mean, with that example, it could even just be the other person walks in, doesn't even need any help. It's just the acknowledgement that, oh, I'm home. And the other person's like, I'm just busy doing my thing, so Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to look up and say hello. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's miss at the simplest form almost, Mm -hmm. you know, like, hello, I'm here. Are you going to say anything? You know? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And I would say that that's the, the part of two things in that is one, sometimes our spouse isn't aware and it doesn't mean that they don't want to be aware. So sometimes we do play a part in our spouse being aware and, or being able to attune or tune into what it is that we're either trying to communicate, what we might need, fill in the blank. It's the idea that sometimes we play a part uh, in our spouse being aware of what we might need and/or being attuned to what they might enjoy or what they might like. Uh, the other night, here's a good example. The other night, uh, I love college basketball, and two of my favorite teams, if not my favorite two teams, were playing each other: Gonzaga and Duke. As a big game early in the season, this has never happened before. The top two teams playing. All right, all right, all, all right about right, right. basketball. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, I love college basketball, and so uh, I was really looking forward to this. Sitting down, watching the game, uh, and, and sometimes I, I've wanted or hoped that Lisa would just naturally come in and sit down and watch with me. Well, that rarely happens, uh, and and I just thought for a moment, okay, well, maybe maybe I might just invite you. Maybe I might just say, Hey, do you want to come in and watch the game for a little bit? I I don't know if I've done that that often because here's the risk. It's that when we invite the other to tune into what we might need, uh, it gives her, him the freedom, privilege choice to say, "Mm, no, thanks. Or not respond at all. But I took the risk and I, I, I said, Hey, um, games on, uh, do you want to come in and have some popcorn and watch the game for a few minutes? Now, now that's a Again, it's a benign example, but it's a common example in our marriage. It's that sometimes we play a part. And you, I think the part that I'm saying is we play a part in the invite. Mm-hmm. And your, you said, sure, which was great. You came in, you sat down for a little while, watched the game. That's an example of attunement. But it also wouldn't have occurred if I didn't name or put words to, do you want to come in and watch the college game for a little while?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of times we assume we know what the other needs. I, I would assume that you're just happy to watch it by yourself and like you don't need me right. asking questions. And and so that might be an example where I assume, you know, but also I think you can assume on the other part just, oh, they, they don't want to meet this need or they don't want to hear this again. They don't want to hear about my We've already day. made
0: the assumption right, that they won't tune into whatever it is we might need from them.
1: Right. And that and the, mm-hmm. there might have been resistance or there might have been issues about this conversation before. And so I don't know, do I really want to bring this up again? I'm frustrated that, you know, whatever this pattern happened again at work or, or even just between us that, you know, you, you, you missed out again. Do I really want to explain Mm -hmm. it? So I think it takes intentionality.
0: It does take intentionality. And the intentionality is what we might say are the clues and cues that our spouse offers us. Meaning when, when, clues and cues along the lines of when he or she is a bit more quiet, when our spouse is a bit more mm, withdrawn, maybe they're a little bit agitated, they're a little bit bothered, those are clues and cues to something that's not quite right. That That's actually helpful for us to be aware of. Something's not quite right. and And sometimes that is connected to a previous experience of feeling either misunderstood or misattuned to or with. That that's a common relational experience that sometimes we're not even aware of, oh, that's what's a that's what occurred. That's what maybe occurred this morning or that's what occurred last night or yesterday. It's it's that something occurred relationally where the other just didn't respond in the way that we might have hoped for. And whether it's needing help with something in the car, whether it's needing help with one of the children, whether it's I'm sitting on the couch hoping that you might just be aware that you would want to come and sit with me for a few minutes. Uh, Maybe it's going for a walk down the driveway and and we join in naturally. Uh, those Those are just common examples of what attunement looks like. Attunement also looks like having conversation about something that's meaningful and responding with curiosity. Misattunement is simply the the ignoring of that, the the lack of engagement, the lack of response.
1: Yeah, I think often we don't know what to say or we don't know how to reach out, especially like if we notice our spouse is more quiet or seems agitated and we might be afraid that it has mm-hmm. something to do with us. Yeah. And so we want to kind of avoid it like, well, I'm just going to go to the other room and just hopefully it goes away mm-hmm. or... Or we know maybe they, you know, we had a family interaction and something went wrong, but we're not sure how to engage that and we don't want to make it worse. And so we don't say anything or we just don't even know how to put words to it. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and sometimes by not being intentional with putting words to it, the the other can in some way feel and believe, oh, all is well. Or, we're you know, like it's okay, we're okay. But we don't know that. Or you didn't notice me. We didn't notice. Like I, yeah.
1: I'm over here feeling lonely and quiet and hurt and you saw what happened and you're not saying anything.
0: Which can say what to you? If if, I mean, which I do that sometimes where I might not respond or I don't tune into what it is that you might be feeling or thinking, then what?
1: Yeah. I think, I think it, well, it leads to disconnection for sure. And it makes me feel alone. It makes me feel Mm -hmm. like it's not worth it's not, it's not worthy. You know, I'm
0: not worthy. Maybe yeah, I'm not
1: worthy. I might go down, down my shame script.
0: It does, it has such a, I, again, this is true for us at times, for couples therapeutically, it has a profound impact on what we might say and think and feel and believe about ourselves. Misattunement can directly lead to shame, contribute to shame. Shame again, something's wrong with me. What's wrong with me? And, and we're, again, I, I think what we might say is it. we're not aware that that's actually what's being triggered or activated in moments where the other doesn't get it, where they, for whatever reason, can't or won't or choose not to tune into, it, it can feel very isolating. It can feel very lonely. It can feel like I don't matter or w- w- I'm not important enough. Mm-hmm. So that's why we want to acknowledge it. We want to talk about it. We want to actually give it give it uh, a, a sense of breathing room that, oh, this is might be what's happening in our marriage at times. Mm-hmm. It's common. It's familiar. It's not as if it doesn't occur or ought not to occur. Mm-hmm. It's how we react and respond to one another in those moments and those experiences.
1: And, and would you say that, I mean, the response doesn't have to be the perfect answer, the perfect understanding or anything really. It just is more of a noticing like, Hey, I'm noticing you you seem like you're quiet, or Is everything okay? Like it doesn't have to be or agitated or you seem like your fuse is a little short, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of playfully maybe not
0: yeah and uh which was true before right before we got on this podcast in a way yeah you you were a bit agitated yeah and i said something like why are you why are you agitated (laughs) or i don't know if i said why i i think i said you seem you seem agitated and what i think you playfully responded whatever (laughs) is that helpful is it helpful to name or put words to what we are aware of the other without judgment
1: yeah, I think so. I mean, as long as it's in a, a tone mm-hmm. that isn't, you know,
0: not judgmental
1: bad. or condescending or mm-hmm. whatever. But I think I think we can just miss not noticing each other because we don't want to deal with whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as we continue to do that, we get into the habit of not noticing. It really can drive couples mm-hmm. apart and you don't notice anymore because yeah, you're I, so disconnected.
0: Yeah, I think one of the most helpful... Uh, reconnecting relational threads is that it's the intentionality again around you seem a bit upset you seem a bit bothered you seem a bit irritated you seem a bit sad you seem a bit quiet and and sometimes we don't know why we might be feeling what we're feeling but i but i do think that that communicates the desire to tune into that communicates the desire to attune and and that's I would say that's the essential ingredient of reconnection in the midst of feeling uh, or experiencing a sense of misattunement. It's that our spouse is intentional about those words along the lines of "you seem" without judgment, without blame, as a way to try to tune into what it is that they're actually experiencing.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, and and like we shared the example of the long conversation that we had, but I think they can be short conversations they too. Can. They Sometimes can. you know, it just can be a uh, Hey, I noticed, you know, we we don't have a lot of time in between here, but I noticed that something about that bothered you, didn't it? Or, and maybe we can't have that full conversation right now, but I'm just noticing. Like, it just, it feels good to be noticed and to be like, Hey, you know, and we'll talk about it later Mm -hmm. or whatever. Maybe just making that connection. But I think again, half the battle is just trying to put words to it and and not feel like we don't know what to do. Cause a lot of times I think I don't know what to say, you know, right, which, I, I notice something's wrong. You feel, you seem frustrated, you seem whatever. And I, and I don't know what to say. So I maybe don't say anything at all. Mm-hmm.
0: But, but I also think what you just named is so essential when we experience a sense of misattunement is that the other's curious. It's that there's a curiosity around what happened. We've used that phrase, that question before in previous podcasts, we'll use it a thousand times. Uh, around that phrase of what happened, it, it, it reminds and offers a sense of invitation to our spouse that we see. I see you. Something's not quite right. Uh, help me understand what happened. Those are all ways that we can react and respond to one another in those moments, those relational moments of feeling that sense of misattunement between us. The Reconnect Marriage Podcast is hosted by the Reconnect Institute. For more information, you can find us on the web at thereconnectinstitute.com. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram at reconnectmarriage.